Hey, hey, this is Mother Message back with another great week. Again, I'm your co-host, Tiffany. And I'm Jamila. What's up, guys? We're back again. Yes, we are. So, let's do our recaps. We've been quarantined in our homes, so we don't have much of recaps. I guess we could talk about teaching from home and how that's been. I feel like I'm doing 90% more work than what I was doing. At school, it's not like going to school and teaching and th- until 3.30 and then I'm off and I might grade some paper, but it's like, it's just a lot because you have to keep track of your hours. You're on Zoom with kids in the morning and afternoon and sometimes in the evening or you have all these meetings, keeping track of what's going on with people's pay. And it's just, it's been really stressful. It's been a lot. I think the stress makes it feel like it's more work. Yeah, I can agree to that. Um, also, I don't understand because usually I'm up by the time that um, I'm coming on for Zoom, but I'm still tired. Thanks. I don't know why. I think it's because I'm not doing anything. I feel like I'm losing my mind. I've cleaned the whole house up. I've bleached the walls. <laughs> I've cleaned the, the baseboards. No. And um, yeah, I've been sick. So before you ask, I do not have the Rona. She ain't got Roro. Um, I have Roro's cousin that um came with the pollen. Roro got a cousin. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's not as aggressive. Guys, but, she's um, talking about allergies. Roro does not have a cousin. <laughs> um, he was not about I, to get us sued. It feels like no, really, like because. <laughs> I posted on Facebook that I wasn't feeling good. And then my fiance was like, you know, like being my little nurse coming to the bed. And at home, it's so small. It's country town that, you know, everybody's checking on me and stuff. So my mom calls me, right? And um, she gets real silent. She's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, good. So I'm, at this point, I'm like, I think one of her friends told her they seen me on Facebook and I was sick because I didn't tell her myself. And so like two minutes goes by, she goes, you don't have the Rona, do you? <laughs> I'm like, the Rona? No, I I'm don't like, have the Rona. Where did you get that from? She's like, you're sick and you know, you, you got the cough on. I said, I have mucus. I said, I have, I can't smell, which I can, but I was like, you know, the pollen is really thick out there. For someone, you know, I don't take my, my, my allergy medicine on a regular basis, which I, I had to call my pharmacist and get my inhaler and stuff. I had to get Lorton D. I had to get everything in place because I was not prepared. So if you see me sweating over here, I repeat, I, I do not have the Rona. I have, um, <laughs> I had a fever my first day I did, but it never went past like 99.2. And now I'm regular. I'm, I'm actually like 97.7. Mm-hmm. So I only had a fever one day. And I had um, my head, oh, I helped Jamila move on Saturday. And my head was about to explode because the pollen was so thick out there. And, like, I could barely make it up the steps at one point. I was sweating, like, French when I got home. 
and um, I took my Loratin D. So for you guys who are suffering with allergies right now, if you go to like CVS, if you get Loratin D, which you got to ask for if you don't have a prescription for it, but it's usually over the counter. You have to have your ID to get it because it's not like the regular keratin that's um, on the aisles. It's called Loratin D. It's a little bit more expensive. And it looks like I got the off-brand and it's still expensive. It looks like this and it's about $21 for 15 days. Mm. But it's like 24 hours. Um, so if you're stopped up and congested, you need to get that. Um, I've been using my Flutinase and I've been drinking like three cups of tea. And I've been putting a warm rag on my chest. And um, I just was on the phone with Jamila and I started to like cough up my mucus. So there's in fact mucus there. So I'm not dying, guys. Well, That's my update. My update is I moved. <laughs> um, Yeah, I moved and I got settled in. Moved and got settled in in one day because I don't like chaos. So, yeah, <laughs> I got everything settled in and put up. I went from a two-bedroom to a one-bedroom. I've always lived in a two-bedroom. So I have, like, all of this stuff, and I had to figure out how to store it. So I have extra, like, totes and things. So what I'm going to do is some DIY projects. I think Tiffany's going to come help me. I'm going to turn my totes into seating. So I'm going to buy some cushions and then some um, covers, some like furry covers, get a staple gun, gun and staple them on top so they can be seating, but I can still have the storage. So I have two of those that I'm going to do that with. Um, and then the other totes, I actually luckily have a huge closet. So my other totes are in my closet. And my um, one of my friends actually came up with a good idea was for me to raise my bed and put some of the totes under there. Only thing is I have a platform bed, so I'm not really sure. I have to really think about that, how I'm going to raise my bed. But, yeah, I moved down to a one-bedroom to save some coins. Um, and I'm saving quite a bit of coins by making this move. So hopefully next year I can make some even bigger moves because I'm saving the money. Okay? That's all that matters. But yeah, that's all my check-ins. I don't have any more. I don't have anything else. Is that all? Yeah, that's. How's the wedding going? Uh, it's on pause because um of the corona. (laughs) So I don't know because we're we're supposed to get married on the beach. So right now um, it's August the eighth still because we don't know. But hopefully everything will be over by then but i just gave up right now because i ordered some stuff on wish and i wish they had told me before i ordered that they were gonna refund me back within the next hour so everything i purchased and i was excited they refunded me back so and yeah and then they actually they shipped the arch and something else and then i saw that they took it back and kept it in china warehouse dang so until April like thirtieth. So next, next subject. <laughs> okay. Well, so we told you guys on the last podcast that we were taking March to talk about money, um, investing in um, really money, and we thought a good part of that would be talking about renting and buying homes and what the differences are. And the best way to do that is to talk to a real estate agent. So we have an amazing real estate agent in our area that we contacted to come on and talk to you guys. And I really hope I don't butcher your name. 
Aphrodisia. Aphrodisia. Aphrodisia Church is here. Um, and she is Lexi Church everywhere on social media. But um, we want to make sure that people know what her first and last name is because that's how you will contact her when and if you want to buy a home. Okay, so she's located here in the 757 area. Um, she has two boys. She's a fire wife. If you don't know what that means, her husband's a firefighter. Um, and she loves helping her community with wealth, real estate, and just having a great time. Um, so her main goal is to really devise a plan so you can buy or sell your home. Okay, so she's here. We're going to get to her in just a second because we have to do an icebreaker first, Okay. <laughs> And today's icebreaker is going to be pick your poison. So we're going to read you two things, and you're going to pick which one you would rather do. Tiffy, do you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Sure. All right. <laughs> so mind you, these are the cards. This is not Tiffany asking you. This is me asking you. But, you know. So, would you rather have your pubic hair grow a hundred times faster than the rest of your hair, or proceed your name with the real every time you say it? Uh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> All right, wait, the second one proceed, but proceed my name with what? With the real every time you say it. Lord, um, so I guess like, yeah, like if you have friends that come, my, my name says Alphasia, like uh -huh. one of me. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'll be stuck with the pubic hair, but I had a good, you know, an esthetician like she packs it, so I'll just be <laughs> in her pocket. <laughs> um, what would I want? <laughs> Long pubic hair. Or the real. I'm gonna go with the real. <laughs> um just because that's just something I would do anyway. Some might as well. <laughs> My name is Jamila. The real. Okay. Yeah. I am the real Jamila Harris. Okay. Cause there's other Jamilas out here in this world. So I need them to know that I'm the real Jamila. There you go. Let them know. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I would have to say, well, not what she said, but I would have to say that I would have to do the name thing because my hair already grows fast. It's in my, it's in my body. I don't need nothing to speed it up anymore, okay? Nothing. <laughs> no. I'm already hairy everywhere. Sideburns, everything. <laughs> okay, the next one. Would you pick your poison, find your significant other on an escort site, or open your laptop in a meeting only to discover that porn is playing at full volume? I got some really pretty cool coworkers. It'd have to be because me and my husband we're real tight, and I'd have to. Just, I have some serious questions. It'd break my whole heart if I find out that he's on an escort site. Oh, it'd have to be porn. Brazzers will you. <laughs> um, mm, I'm going to take the laptop. I don't mm -hmm. have a husband, but if I did have a husband and I found this man on the escort site, 
Not only would mm. I be broken, he would be broken. <laughs> I would have to call Tiffany and be like, we got to go with plan B. Me and Tiffany have an escape plan. We got to go. We got to go. <laughs> Don't ask me what I did. Just know we got to go right now. So I, not I would have to take the, the porn as well, just because I'm in a serious relationship. <laughs> I'm going to have to, um, I don't think my fiance would like that, but I could explain to people that I'm watching an action video. <laughs> you know my co-workers are time. chill I think I feel like my co-workers are really chill now they would pick on me about it but I don't think it would be like a super issue no, no. my people wouldn't be offended they'd be just as good as me <laughs> okay last is it last one no it's not no. okay would you rather Scream racial obscenities every time you eat something that tastes good, or discover your significant other has been sending your news to their friends in a group chat. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'd be like, which ones? <laughs> like, if there's just cool friends and like we're all really tight, so I'd be like, geez, like, why'd you know? But it probably have to be the pictures. It probably have to be the pictures. My pictures ain't that bad. <laughs> Can't be like that mad. We gotta have a talk about it, but I ain't about to just like out things like that, eating like sweet potato salad or anything, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go with the pictures. Cause if he's sending them, he's proud of them. We could just have a conversation about, you know, um, <laughs> hold off on the proud, like <laughs> chill out. Maybe we can get some printed for the room. You don't have to <laughs> send them to everybody. Yeah, but like... the <laughs> the slurs and stuff is just kind of like <sighs> hmm. I might get punched. Like I'm not a fighter. That's a, that's a just cost you reputation. I'm not trying. Yeah, I'm not trying yeah. to get trying to get in no fights. I'm not trying to like, have nobody beat me up. <laughs> I'm a lover. I don't. I don't fight. Yeah, see, I'm petty. I would be like sending all arms and legs. Like Cindy's, send my elbow. You got to put it together like a puzzle. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. You should do that to Brandon one day. Send him a bunch of different parts and make him put the shit together. I think he'd be very upset with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the last one: get three tattoos of your mother's face surrounding your genitals. Or post a picture, mm. a post a picture of each poop you produce on Facebook. Lord, for how long? Forever. <laughs> like for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? On Facebook, I'm gonna create a separate account. They won't even know it's me. I'll only post poop pictures. Nah, nah, and nah. Like you ain't say nothing about no separate account. You got to post on your account. Your account of poop every time. I'm gonna do that and blame it on one of my kids. This this is my third, my twelve year old poop. I'm just gonna create a separate photo album because mama can't go on my genitals. That's just no, no, no. Mommy can't do that. Mm-mm. We just gonna have a separate poop album. What was the other one? What was the other? 
get a tattoo oh, oh. Uh, uh, post poop on Facebook post your poop on Facebook or get a tattoo of a mama on your genitals oh you know I'm a poop connoisseur so you know I wouldn't <laughs> mind doing that cause you have to poop regular guys don't forget that okay <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to get into the discussion. We're going to be talking about renting versus owning a home. Um, and right now we want to talk about the differences of renting a home and owning a home. Um, the reason why is some of you may be thinking, duh, everybody knows the difference between renting and owning. But nope, everybody does not know the difference between renting and owning. So we want to break that down first, then talk about the benefits of owning and renting. Um, talk about some credit scores, and then the types of loans that you can get. And after we finish that discussion, we'll get into our Q&A. So, Lexi, we'll let you talk about the differences between renting and owning a home. All right. So um, I'll just say everybody pays a mortgage, every single whether you're renting or owning. Renting, you're paying the Lord's mortgage. And that mortgage goes towards whoever owns the property. They're paying their mortgage and they're probably charging a little cushion on top of that. So they can actually benefit from someone renting out their property. When you're renting, you don't own it. So you're not gaining any of the equity from the payments. When you own a property, you own that land. And those payments that you're making, once you pay down that loan that you have on your house, you're pocketing essentially that equity. And what equity is, is basically the difference of the um, home value and what you owe on it. So for easy numbers, let's say that the home was $200,000 and you've already paid into the home $150,000 of equity to stay into the house. Or you can refinance later for a better rate. You can take the out and then you use it to pay bills or you might want to renovate your house or anything like that. So owning a property is always better. I know a lot of people get scared about it because of the responsibilities. When you're renting, you can kind of like call the maintenance guy when something breaks. You're like, hey, like this ain't working. You call your little number, you call a hotline, and then they fix it or try to fix it or cover it up. But with the home, what's called a home warranty, so it kind of acts like your maintenance number. You call the number, and it's usually deductible of like 99 They can't fix it. They replace it completely. I like that option a lot better than when I was renting. I rented for a while, and you call the maintenance people, and it was always an issue. They offered it up because it cost them money to really fix things. Mm-hmm. So... When you're weighing your options, you just get so much more from owning. It just seems like such a heavy end because it's just it, those those choices and those decisions do fall on you. You make choices, but that can be heavy. So, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> I should cover everything. I don't have nothing. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I mean. That was some informative information because I'm a homeowner, but by gift, so I didn't purchase it myself, but my my grandfather left it to me, so I had to do, um, I had to take out the equity to renovate it, Mm -hmm. basically, because it was paid off, Um, and so 
I kind of understand the value of owning versus renting because we rent now and that's why I'm like um, me and my fiance always go back and forth about like owning and renting because we're we said after the wedding we were going to purchase a home um mm-hmm. and um <laughs> I keep trying to tell him that it's really important to, to own a home for me because I already know what it feels like to rent for years and I know what it's like to have to maintain an actual home and you know I've gotten a down pack I still hate real estate taxes um Not- but <laughs> That's probably my least favorite thing to pay. Um, but, you know, I just, I like the feeling of owning something, knowing like I'm paying myself back. I feel like I'm, even though I'm paying the bank, I'm still, it's still something that no one could put me out unless I don't pay my payments. But, you know, there's, even with that, there's a certain amount of time versus when you're in an apartment to get your money together. Like, it's not like five days. Mm-hmm. So I, I really enjoy being a, a owner. And so I would like to advance you probably by the end of the year, depending on how the market goes, because we got some questions about that. And depending on how <laughs> things work out, um, I want to purchase a home that I want, because like our um, our landlord wants us to buy this home, which is it's, it's a nice home, but if we're going to expand family-wise. I want something bigger, because he wants to um, renovate it for us, but I like stairs, and there's no, this is a ranch-style home. And so, you know, I want, <laughs> I want something where I don't have to do all these, you know, I guess um, changes in the house just to mm-hmm. get upstairs. And I need a little personal space. I need somewhere where, you know, I can go like men have men cave, man cave. I need a woman cave. There you go. A she shed. <laughs> I said that yeah. earlier. I said, you need a yeah. she shed. She shed. <laughs> I should do. Right. Um, Zoom just gave me a 40-minute warning, but the 40 minutes is supposed to be canceled waived, but it still did it. So I'm going to end the meeting so we can come back in it and do the 40 minutes because it still did the warning just so that it doesn't cut us off um, mid-conversation. Yeah, so I'm going to end it and we're going to come back in it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I did that because they're supposed to be waving it. It's not supposed to be <laughs> it, but we don't want to take no chances. Yeah, they're waving the, the Corona stuff, right? Because everybody mm-hmm. has to do conferences. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. who knows? But we're back now. Um. <laughs> okay. All right, so that was renting versus owning a home. Um, Now we can go into the benefits of owning versus the benefits of renting because there are some benefits to renting. I don't want people to think that we're telling them, um, no, don't rent. You need to buy, buy, buy. But there are some benefits of renting, and there are some benefits of owning. Um, So we can talk about what those benefits are. Um, 
And then we'll get into credit scores and types of loans. Um, oh. Y'all want to talk about the benefits of owning? Because I don't own a home. But I can tell you the <laughs> benefits of rent. So, yeah, I like what you said um, earlier, kind of like you knew when you were making payments, you were kind of paying yourself back. So that is, that's like one of the biggest things, kind of like equity, you know, um, a layman's terms type of way, when you're making a payment and it's going back into your equity. It's one of the few things you can invest in that you, you know, you see immediately what your return is and you can just literally see your equity back. So that's the main benefit of real estate. You can, it's land, it's a piece of land that no one can take away from you. I mean, unless you don't make your payments and the bank starts stripping, but it's a piece of land. It's not going to recreate it. It's tangible. You can turn it into a, um, a rental property for yourself. And what these landlords are doing for the renters, um, you can flip it, you can keep paying on it, maybe not refi. And then a couple years later, you sell it and then you get all that money back and you get your house. Like um, real estate is not a one time thing. A lot of people have this mindset that, oh, I got to buy this house and this is just something I'm checking off in my life. And it's just like a step that I'm getting to, but it can really, really use your pockets if you do right. That's why a lot of the millionaires, they always have their hands in some type of real estate. Um, now, as far as renting, there is absolutely nothing wrong with renting. Mm -hmm. I think it is very important that, like I said, like my thing is planning. I think it is extremely important for you when you're like six months out, a year out while renting, where you need to be for when you want to buy because everybody is not always in a good position to purchase a home mm -hmm. there's things that you need to do to put yourself in the position the best position because nobody wants um house poor <laughs> and basically what that means is that you you barely made it and now you have this house but that's all you have right. you don't have enough money to you know get groceries and actually maintain the lifestyle you had while you're renting to get house and nobody wants that so renting it out it's fine like you said you move from like a two bedroom to a one bed to stack up those coins i got people come to me and i'm like you could be in a better position if you just wait like six months to a year do you think that's something that you could do mm -hmm. and they'll be like yeah and i'm like great they think that you should do that and they'll come back and we're buying a year and they're like i never thought i'd be able to get this type of house and be in this type of situation and that's what happened when you rush into it. Renting is perfect for those types of situations. Yeah, and that's the situation I'm in. Um, right now I'm working on my credit score and savings account. Um, mm -hmm. But I know that buying something this year for me is just not something that I want to do because I don't have that cushion. So I know that if mm -hmm. I buy a home, what money am I going to have left over? Um, mm -hmm. It's probably going to be zero. So, again, I'm going to own a home, but I'm not going to have any money It'll left. So that's where I am right now. That's a lot of the reason why I went down to a one-bedroom from a two-bedroom because I want to save that extra money. So that extra $400 or $450 that I'm saving is going mm -hmm. into my savings account so that when I do decide to buy next year, I have all of that um, all of that cushion Um with that being said, I've had people that tell me, well, you're a teacher. You get all of this stuff. I'm like, yes, I'm aware. I, I know all that stuff. But still, 
that doesn't tell me how much money I'm going to have in my savings account. So regardless of all the benefits I get from buying a home as a teacher, that doesn't give me extra money in my savings account. It just doesn't. I don't, I'm not going to buy a home and not have, be able to live the same way that I live now. So now I live in a manner in which if I decided to get up in the morning and go get something, I have the money to go get up in the morning and go get whatever. I don't want to buy a house and wake up in the morning and be like, you know what? I really want to go get those chips. And I look at my account and I have $2. That's not what we're going to do. No. Um, I also <laughs> like renting because I don't know if I want to stay in this area. Um, and I know mm-hmm. people say you can do rental properties. You can do well, I was like, But I don't want to have to worry about that. I want to pay out my lease and be out. And it's just convenient <laughs> for me right now is to just rent. I don't want to take care of a house. I don't want to take care of grass. I don't want to take care of anything. I want to come home. If some breaks call maintenance and they patch up whatever they're going to patch up, and I just keep moving. It's just convenient. Um, But do I want to rent long term? No. I've been renting long enough. I'm tired of renting. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's where I am right now is really finding an area that I want to buy in um, that's going to be profitable, that's going to be a benefit to me now and in the future. Um, even if I don't stay. So I've always been thinking about, okay, I'm buying this home, but can I rent this home or can I resell this home? Um, So that's something I've been thinking about and researching a little bit in this area. Um, And also just the convenience of it. I really don't want to have to cut grass. (laughs) Just not my thing. Um, But maybe I'll meet somebody, some young man out there. (laughs) <laughs> will want to settle down with me and he can cut the grass I'll do everything else just not just not cutting the grass just not going to do that or you yeah. can find a really good uh, good AOA homeowners association and they cut the grass in the front it's a townhouse um, some backyards aren't they don't have grass back there I had a client mm-hmm. hated grass like hated grass <laughs> so every house that I showed her like it was just her she had she wanted a cute little townhouse she's like I don't want to cut nothing so I'm like bet so we got her in a little HOA the HOA line the they have bad wraps but they're all different Mm -hmm. and the backyard it was just um cement was ecstatic that sounds like (laughs) something I'm gonna want girl I'm not trying to cut nobody's grass Mm-mm. I did that growing up. My daddy used to make me cut. And we have this huge hill in our yard. He made me cut with the pushing lawnmower. Not that we had a riding lawnmower. He made me push it when I was like, uh-uh. Since then, I'm not cutting nobody's grass. No, not. But, yeah, so those are some of the benefits of owning and renting. Um, but credit score is a big thing for people when buying homes. I hear a lot of people say, well, my credit score is this. I can't buy a home or you need this credit score to buy a home. I know that is a credit score that you need to get a better rate, but I don't know if there's um, a certain cutoff to where no, you're not going to be able to get a home at all. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. So um, let me start off. I am not a um, mortgage lender. I'm not yes. an officer. Um, this is all information people that I work closely closely with so I can educate my clients. But the starting score to get through the door and kind of start the conversation of where you buy is 580. Mm-hmm. And that 580 is really on the, the I'll say, because it's the start just to get in the door. And so 
also, um, what's so factor in is your debt to income ratio. So it's not just it's not just credit scores. I've seen some people with great credit scores, but their debt to income is ridiculous. That basically means um, how much money you're making versus how much is going out. Um, I've had credit scores and their student loan economical, and so that debt kind of off balance, and they didn't qualify then. But your optimal credit score is a 640. Um, 580 will get the great debt to income ratio that works for you to 580, and they usually do what's called upfront. And so that'll take about three days and your standard like 10 minutes to see if you can get qualified just to make sure it's going through all the processing and they're actually processing all of your documents up front to make sure that it's something that they could do but um that you're working with a really good lender and obviously your realtor would have those connects for you because we can't do our job with them and vice versa um but yeah 580 640 into Obviously, if your credit is better than that, then that's great. Your rates will be better. Um, there's a bunch of different loan products, you know, your first home buyer loan products um, where you could qualify potentially to get your down payment with for grants. You get a grant for your down payment. Uh, programs like that. Obviously, if you're military, don't have a down payment. It's absolutely no down payment with the VA loan. And then you have like your conventional FHA and all those two things that have different guidelines associated with that. But um, I know the credit's thing. And so if you have a 580 rate, go ahead and talk to somebody. If you don't work with your creditors to try to make that better, if you have a 640 and that's optimal, then that'll really, you know, get the ball rolling. Okay. Tiffy, you got any input? So I have a question for you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had to go ghost for a minute. I, I was sweating so bad that sweater. Um, <laughs> shirt, right? I, I wasn't yeah, going to say anything about the shirt change. I was like, yeah, I didn't understand what was okay. I wasn't going to say was anything. Like, I'm dying. <laughs> so like, I didn't know. I was like, I can't interrupt the conversation. So I just muted it. And I was like, I ran to that. And I was drenched. I said, who told me to put the sweater on? Now I know I'm sick. I put that hot sweater on. Oh, my God. Um, But I'm back. So, so in, the case, in the case of, like, mine, so I didn't, I, I, I've heard stories about people who have um, a home, already a pre-existing home, and uh -huh. they want to go get their second home. And they usually get more because it's not the first time. Or if you have other properties, I heard they, they kind of raise your interest rate if some mortgage companies know that. So for my instance, would I still qualify for first-time homebuyer being that I have a gifted property? Oh, that is a question. Well, if it's a gifted property, you're still on the title, right? No, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yep, I'm on the title. Yeah. So um, on paper, you're considered a first-time homebuyer if you haven't owned any property in three years. So if you owned a property and then you sold it and then you then you can be a first-time homebuyer. Um, so yeah. And that if you if you're like on the title and on the deeds that says that you 
own property. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So what? Okay. So since my fiance he doesn't have any property in his name, would he be able? Since we're doing joint, would he be able to qualify for that piece? And being that I do have a property, would that make me more eligible to get more money back? Well, not more money back, but to get more in my budget. So that's kind of like a trick question. Um, a lot of people, they'll think, okay, since I've owned a home and now I'm going for my next home, that that kind of puts me at like a second tier. Um, not necessarily because the home is only viewed as another debt. So usually what happens is when people own a home, their credit starts getting better because they're making those mortgage payments and doing everything else they're supposed to do. So by the time they're ready to go to another home, they're situation than they were when they got the first mm. so um also if they're qualifying sometimes they can qualify for more content on their current house being sold so they'll will write what's you know their pre-qual letter and they'll be like hey you qualify for four hundred thousand we need to make sure in order for you to qualify for this much that you sell that two hundred dollar house mm. and then we can keep moving Okay. Um, I was going to ask about different types of loans, but I feel like that could be like a whole nother podcast, different types of loans. Cause I did a first time home buyers class. Um, and it was so many different types of loans. I was like, I didn't even know that some of this stuff existed. Um, (laughs) So I feel like we could skip that discussion point and then try to like come back. Um, um, Maybe we could find someone that um, get a realtor and someone that does um, the mortgages and a lender together um, Mm -hmm. and talk about different types of loans and qualifying for those loans. I think that'll be a cool one because I think that's really the biggest question because that was my biggest question. Like, well, what would I qualify for and what would I even apply for and what's fraudulent, what's not fraudulent and what makes sense for me? And those were my questions. When I took the first time home buyers class, those were a lot of my questions of how I'm going to pay for this house. Like, okay, yeah. not worried about the down payment. I'm worried about who going to pay <laughs> for this house up front. That was my concern. <laughs> Everybody was like, well, how are you going to do the down payment? Mm-mm. <laughs> Forget that part. <laughs> Who going to pay for this house? Who am I going to pay monthly payments to for this house? Because you kids can't. <laughs> like, that's what I need to know. So we're going to skip yeah. to the Q&A. Um, <laughs> and we're going to try to schedule with you and a lender um, to talk about the different types of loans and who qualifies for what loans and what loans. We can kind of, like, make up people and say, you know, you qualify for this. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be a good one because um, our March podcast got pushed back. It was supposed to be Money March, but because of um, Roro, we got pushed back. <laughs> uh, because of food poisoning and then Roro, we got pushed back. Oh. So we're moving yeah. the money into April. So we have our first two, and then our next one's, are going to be in April because we still have um, the investing one. So I think we are just going to do money in April too because 
Okay. A lot of them got pushed back anyway. Um, but yeah, so the first question that we have is why should I buy a home? That's a really, that's a personal question. Um, you should buy a home if something that you want to do, mm-hmm. because you made a good point earlier saying some people just rent because it's convenient. Like there's just responsibilities that come with owning a home. Some people don't want it. Um, but as far as from a money perspective, um, one of the reasons I got into real estate is because types of conversations weren't had when I was growing up. Mm-mm. I didn't learn about money. I didn't know about investing. I didn't know the how great real estate was. I didn't know how it could change your life. I passed this on to my kids, like none of that. So just owning a piece of land can open up so many doors. So I think at the very least, even if you want to purchase a home, purchase a townhome that's rentable, you have some, you have an investment property and like investor, and now you got an investment property and your property is working for you. Mm-hmm. But I, at some point in your life, do need to purchase a home. It's good. Whether it's a condo, townhouse, a big single family, whatever have you, I do think it is important for us to, to get a piece of this land. Yes. I'm with that. Tiffy? Tiffy? Um, <laughs> I wasn't trying to pull my sweat. Because I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you I got the next question, me. honey. You just look, you just like sitting there, like, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, because like we skipped over loans, and you know, I had questions about loans. This is we're not going to do that. One. Like, we're talking about watching, you know, buy a home. I know why we should buy a home. <laughs> you know, I said I wanted to. <laughs> so, um, how, okay, so I can ask this then. How should you save before buying a home? So what are some ways that you can save for that down payment and closing costs? Um, I always say, okay, so I always say the best sacrifice made are those made before you purchase. Um, so you can renting, you can downsize to, um, you know, move into a smaller place to save. That's the biggest because most of everybody's money goes to mortgage rent or whatever. So that's the biggest save. If you have room to downsize, go ahead and downsize while renting. Um, a lot of money is spent eating out. Um, so maybe you got, maybe got a meal prep, do something. Ooh, um, I've been cooking and I downsized. <laughs> oh, I'm on track. <laughs> Dude, look at you guys. <laughs> and descriptions, like subscriptions are a huge thing now. And I had a client who was spending hundreds of dollars on subscriptions. Like you got Netflix and Hulu and got apps and like, you'd be surprised, you know, $5 Twelve here, fifteen dollars here. That stuff add up. So I just take a just sit down, really good look at what you're spending and what you really could do without, and start saving those there. Like they won't feel like much of a sacrifice. So I think those are pretty good points to start up. Yes, I love those. Except the subscriptions. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll cut those. Out how how early on? Sorry, how early on would you say to? start saving so if you wanted to purchase it within you know that year mm-hmm. um say six months time how early would you say somebody needs to start saving i would start saving as soon as you know you want to buy a house 
Like as soon as you know, whether it's like, if it's a year out, maybe, but hey, I'm gonna save a hundred dollars this month. Cause the more money you have, time, I'd rather have more money than I need when it's time to buy a house, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. And you always don't want to mm-hmm. seem like you're scraping by. Like the home buying process can always can be stressful anyway. The last thing that you need is you trying to figure out how you're going to pay for here and there and these things during the process. Um, so I think six months out is a good time to start saving. I mean, if it's like down to the wire, it really depends too on how much money you make. Um, often you get paid, things like that. But I think is optimal. Um, if you know that you want to buy like in the next year, like start saving then. Like it's great. Like the payment is like 3.5, 3%, 3.5. If you have one, it's not the 20% that everybody thinks, but you can always put more down and lower your principal on your loan and lower your payment. And that's not a bad thing. So I would start saving just as soon as you know. Okay. All right. Um, next question is, where can I find a realtor? Oh, it's so easy to find a realtor now. You can like close your eyes and point. Um, <laughs> seriously, you really can't. And so... <laughs> Like personally, I'm biased. So I, I was in marketing and everything before I became a realtor. So I'm really big on marketing, but I would say like on social media, mm-hmm. because then you get to know the realtor. And if you're on, you can Google them and look at reviews. Um, the reason I say social media is important because you get to kind of learn about your realtor and see if the relationship is going to be vibing because y'all are going to be in this little relationship for at least like a couple months. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to like the person that you're working with and you want to make sure that they can also negotiate well on your behalf as a buyer. I didn't mention this early, but as a buyer, you don't pay your agent's commission. The seller pays that. So it is, it just, it doesn't make any sense for a buyer not to have an agent. So just make sure you're seeing what they're doing, seeing what their activity is, how many homes have they sold, how many homes have they helped sell and everything like that. And just, again, see if y'all are vibing because y'all are going to be working pretty close for a while. (laughs) Anything else you know? I mean, she led into our next question. (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah. Do do I... <laughs> do we need or do I need a realtor to purchase home? Do, so does someone need a realtor to actually purchase a home? Need and um, a necessity. Like, so to get the job done, you don't necessarily need a realtor. You can work with the seller and you'll sign stuff. And you can, at the end of the day, you'd be able to purchase it. But that seller is going to be working in their best interest. As a buyer, if you get a realtor, they're going to be fighting on your, like, we're all about you. We're making sure that you can get this house and save money at the same time. I'm negotiating to make sure you can get the house the same, at the lowest price you can, Mm -hmm. that the sellers for your closing costs, that they're giving you warranties, that if you need the kitchen redone, that I'm negotiating allowances for get to get done. I don't know those things. If you're trying to do that by yourself, you don't Mm -hmm. know that those are things that you can ask for. So it, especially when buyers not paying the agent's commission, like there's no reason, like you're not come pocket paying this agent anything for all of the services that they're giving you. In a sense. Okay. 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 Okay.
<clears throat> I'm with it. Um, the next question is, and this was a question I had when I first started looking into buying a home is, should you pay off all your debt before purchasing a home? No. <laughs> so they're real fast. <laughs> okay. Let me, I said that, I said that was too fast. So <laughs> I have people that'll come to me and then they'll be like, oh, okay, well I saw my credit report and I think I need to pay this and this. I'm like, to a lender first because they can look at what you they pull your credit so mm-hmm. lenders will pull your credit they can see what's on your report and they can tell you specifically if you need to pay something to get to a certain point mm-hmm. now if you're just here just trying to pay off your debt that's a great thing. paying off your debt is a great thing to do but you also don't want to get in a position where you have no credit certain thing of having no credit i had a person that only made purchases like she the idea of owing anybody and then she had a 750 score and she made a ton of money but she had no credit so mm-hmm. she didn't have enough to purchase and cash but nobody would lend to her because she didn't have a credit history mm-hmm. so it's it's weird it's a horrible thing that you know the government has us in you have to want you to owe to prove that you can pay but it's not great having debt so it's a weird balance <laughs> but let the lender tell you what to pay off if you're trying to decide what to pay off to get a house if mm-hmm. that makes sense yes i need to go talk to a lender yes <laughs> how soon should you so if i know i want to buy um next year around this time how soon should i go talk to a lender about what i need to pay off um, should I go now? Should I wait closer to then to go? I would go now. We did. Um, when we, like I said, when you know that's something you want to do, it's the skip step. Nobody likes to know that they can't qualify for something or that something's too low and they're not living life how they feel like they need to live their life. But it's better to know and have that much time to fix it than fixing it them a couple of months before to buy for them to tell not qualify as much as you think based on all this you've been thing in the wrong direction Mm -hmm. so I really think it is important to talk to a lender as soon just let them front like hey this is my plan I just want to see what my buying power is that I stand right now Mm -hmm. and tell you where that is and tell you what you can fix and you can just that pass and that's what I like to do okay Hmm. Mm -hmm. do that Okay, so next question is, this is my personal question. Um, what is the difference between building a home and getting a moving ready home? So I, I guess I want to kind of ask, not which is better, because I'm, I'm sure it's better for whoever, whatever position you're in, but which... Um, What's, what's kind of the difference? What's like the process for building versus doing a, you know, a pre-existing home? Okay, are you talking about a construction, like go and then you pick the finishes, or are you talking about like the ground up? Um, mm, I guess like a, a construction, a permanent loan. So I guess it's from like the ground up where you get the lot, when people be like, I just bought this piece of land <laughs> and then you know or or I guess the one that's already 
um built, but you get to pick the finishes because I I would love to find one of them in my dream life. Okay. So um there are three types of new construction. There's your cooker new construction where you'll go into like a development, kind of like buying a home, people have seen things like that, and everything's so cookie cutter. Um, you'll go in and everything's same. It's made with not really like high quality finish. They're pumping stuff out. And then you have the people who are my favorite who go in and they get an old house. They cut it, cut it down. They tear it down and then build up on that. Usually have more wiggle room as far as the finishes go. And the is a little different. Have some contractors, some builders who are willing to wrap everything up so if you have the lot and you pick one of the models to go on it, they can wrap the, wrap the loan all together and you have that would be built, but that is obviously more intense. The most common one is the one, um, the first two. I personally like when they're um, just down a house and rebuilding because you're usually working with a local builder. And you get to hide more of the finishes and they're better quality and the house is better built because a new construction does not necessarily mean a good house. Mm. So mm -hmm, that's, yeah, everybody thinks, oh, new construction, I'm not going to have any problems with the house. That's not the case. I've seen builders build on top of like termites. Um, mm. It's, you just have people that are just trying to get these houses up quick and they are not really um, having interests of their buyers in mind. So, okay. yeah, it really depends on what you want in the end. Like, do you want just a new house so you don't have a lot of the home upkeep? Um, obviously, if you get a house that's 100 years old, you're going to have 100-year-old home problems unless they've replaced all the plumbing, electric, and all that stuff. So it's really up to the buyer. Okay. Um, and the last question is, how do you think Ororo is going to impact the housing market? Or do you think it's going to impact the housing market? Because I'm not going to lie. I'm waiting for it, too. <laughs> I don't think the housing market is going to be impacted. Um, everything's mm -hmm. crashed, like, 2005, 2008, like, this huge market crash. Mm -hmm. um, we have a of inventory. And so it's a seller's market. It's the longest seller's market that I've seen, um, which basically means that you have low inventory. And um, so there's houses and the buyers are out here fighting over these houses. And so it's really good for the seller because you want people fighting over houses that you want to sell. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's slow because everybody's trying to adjust to the social distancing. Um, everything is just going to be full. There's going to be like 80% more there's virtual consultations. Um, you have people taking more videos of their homes to be known, and there's addendums and things that our organizations have created the buyer where you addendum like, hey, I want to buy this house. It's kind of sight unseen. Once they lift these, um, stay in place, then I have the right to come and I want to buy it. So they're, they're workarounds. They're trying to work through it. Um, people still need homes to buy. People still got to sell. So people are still like, I had three closings last week. People are still on. Yeah, people still out here. Mm -hmm. It's like going to buy phones and stuff. I don't know why. <laughs> Verizon just. <laughs> I really don't. 
<laughs> All right, so we're into our wrap up. Don't forget to wrap it up before you're out there, before you go out there slinging in and taking different things inside you. Um, but yeah, so we're going to wrap it up, give our final thoughts. Tiffany goes to give our quote, and then we have announcements, and then we're going to take us out. Uh, Lexi, do you have any final thoughts or advice you want to give the people? Um, final thoughts, final advice, don't be afraid. Um, like I said earlier, nobody will be told that they don't buy or that, you know, we all have this vision that we're supposed to be making these choices as adults. No, like financing is finances is always kind of a lender, see what your buying power is and just open that door because real estate is possible for everybody but you got to start somewhere and that sums knowing how much you can where you are right now. Tiffy, you have anything? Um, no, I'm just, it just today. I really appreciate (laughs) 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 I really appreciated the the information because I I really am an advocate for home buying. I'm ready to depending on the situation, but I know I'm at the stage in my life where I want to own, so I don't really look at renting, but I don't knock anyone who does like rent because everybody's different. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm ready to like come home to something that I want to come home to and it looks the way that I want it to look and to feel. And, you know, so I'm kind of excited for the next year or so um, to get my process. So you, you really gave me a lot of good, information today but nope i appreciate you coming on and talking to us mm-hmm. yeah y'all cool y'all cool yeah um and that was gonna I be sweat. my advice go talk to somebody that knows what they're talking about stop asking yes. your home yep. girl juicy jojo over there go talk to somebody that knows what they're talking about so you can get the information so you can get your homes or stay in a rental property Um, but I think it's really important for you to talk to people that know, like I follow Lexi and I listen to her, um, discussions that she has with wine and I get all of my information and that's how I knew I needed to downsize, like (laughs) follow realtors that are really like follow her on her Instagram and her Facebook. I'm going to put that information in the description so that you can, because she does actually post a lot of great information. And that's one of the reasons why I reached out to her. Um, I had um, met her in person, but again, she puts out a lot of great information. Um, I've made a lot of changes in my home buying process because of the information that she puts out, and this is great. So, and she's funny and it's engaging. She said definitely follow her on Instagram, Facebook, um, and check out her um, website because um, it's helped me because it was things that I didn't know that I know now, and I'm grateful okay. for that. Um, so we're ready for the quote, Tiffy. <laughs> yes, I have only one today, only because of my sweats. I can only, <laughs> I can only bear to Stop telling people you have the sweats. <laughs> I know. Please. They can see like, it. They look at this, they're gonna be like, "Yeah." It's like, do they got that app? You just snap, and she just changes colors. And and shirts. Yeah, that's it. That's but me. nobody's gonna so see you. Me. It's not gonna be video. They're not gonna see me today. No, I told you that. 
Why do you think my hair looks like this? Sweat and change the shirt. Nobody's going to see you. I told you. You don't be listening. Your sickness is clogging your ears. Perhaps. I have the quote down. So, trust the magic of new beginnings. So, that is the quote today. For wherever that may be, if that's home ownership or renting, just trust the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, don't do anything you're not ready for. Thanks. You know, and if you're not sure what you're not ready for, seek out to wise counsel, mm-hmm. like Lexi. That's all I have. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. um, announcements. I would say that we have Love Jones coming up, but we don't because that's all been shut down. Um, We're trying to figure out a way to bring you guys Love Jones. I think that we're going to do a live um, YouTube and invite people to perform there, Um, but we haven't picked a date and time for that yet. Um, The mother-son dance that we had coming up in April is kind of put on pause until we figure out what we can do with that. So, yeah, all the events that we had coming up are put on the Big P Pause. So, yeah, um, we were going to work with somebody on the T-shirts, and that's put on the Big P Pause right now. Um, So, yeah, everything's put on pause, but we're still out here working and doing stuff. We're going to be updating our website and stuff soon. And that's it. I'm done. I don't have anything else. Well, until next time, be great. Remember to love yourself. Don't forget to masturbate. (laughs) Peace. I encourage people to masturbate.